Hey everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Sesternino, and we are going to be doing some special coverage, catching up about The Masked Singer Season 4. Last week, I got to catch up about what was going on on The uh, Bachelorette, and I had so much fun. I said, you know what? Why don't we check in with what's going on on another one of our rehab-ups? So we have brought in the co-hosts of our Masked Singer Rehap up show. They are, of course, North America's favorite podcasting couple. Here they are back with us. It is Liana Boris and Puya Zanvikili. Liana and Puya, how are you? <laughs> We're good, Rob. Wow. I didn't know what a title we have. Uh, I think we could start putting that in our LinkedIn bios, mm-hmm. uh, our Twitter yeah. bios. I mean, Mike Bloom and I could work on the list, but uh, who's above you two? <sighs> For podcasting couples in North America is I'll our wait. demographic. Yeah, is our I'll wait. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Gary this... and D'Angelo. Gary <laughs> and D'Angelo, sure. Do they count? Sure. I don't know if they've uh, explored on the amazing race uh, if uh, Gary and D'Angelo is a uh, romantic couple or not, or uh, if they are, there's just sexual tension and they haven't acted on it. But uh, that's for another day. So we're going to well, be. We're just housemates, right? So, you yeah. know, roommates. Yeah, housemates, housemates. According yes. to Akiva. Yeah. Yes. So uh, we're going to catch up on the masked singer through what was a wednesday night's episode eight yes 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 so yes. full spoilers mm-hmm. through episode eight of course uh if you want to catch a full deep dive into uh, this week's episode you could listen to liana and puya every week on the masked singer rehap up podcast in our rehap ups feed at rob as a website dot com puya do you know the, what's the link to subscribe to the masked singer rehap up show that's uh, Rob has a website dot com slash masked singer. So M-A-S-K-E-D singer. OK, so uh, we're going to be talking about all that and catching up a little bit on what we've missed over eight weeks and some of the people that have already been revealed and uh, some speculation on who might be out there. Puya, this is also the first time that you and I have gotten to talk since the edict came down about the big race between you and Mike Bloom. Or have you been training all week? Uh, I mean, I'm a, I don't want to give away all my secrets, but uh, somebody's got a subscription to Beachbody by on demand now. So mm. I'm I'm taking it seriously. I've gotten hella endorsements at this point. Yeah. Um. So Nicole's on my side, which I, you love to hear it. But then Taryn today on a stream said that he thinks Bloom would take it. Oh. So I've got a list ready. I've got a list of all the naysayers ready. I'm going to get formal apologies after this, but I'm yeah. excited. Well, I found yeah. out that Mike Bloom does 15 minutes of calisthenics every day on an app on his phone. So uh, this might be, you know, the like a world speed record might be broken when uh, you and Mike <laughs> Bloom do the 40 yard dash. For for risk of ruining anything, I've never seen Puya more motivated. Yes, like oh wow, this anything. is huge. He's like, yes, he's very, very excited about it. So, you know, Mike Bloom better watch out. Liana, have you gone through just how long a yard is uh, with Puya as he uh, converts to our uh, imperial system as opposed to the metric system? I mean, obviously, I explained 12 inches in a foot, three feet in a yard. Nine, right? <laughs> yeah. So it just it it just flows. It makes sense. I don't know how many kilometers 40 yards is, uh, but it's <laughs> you know, it goes by quick. All right. So Mass Singer season four. Liana, is this considered to be a good season of the Mass Singer? I think we have a lot of talented contestants this season. Uh, so that has definitely been uh, been one of the strongest parts of the season so far. There's a debate about the relative level of celebrity yes. uh, for some of these contestants, especially the person who was unmasked last night is literally <laughs> yes. someone who became famous because they were featured in the after show of the mass singer last season mm-hmm. it's a very baffling situation and i think that that's probably would be the biggest knock so it's kind of hard to answer whether or not it's a good season it's been fun so mm-hmm. far uh but when yeah dr elvis francois surgeon slash viral video yeah. star is one of your celebrities okay hard to go yeah by. so this was the person who was revealed uh the serpent uh dr elvis uh did you two know who who this was going to be so we started off so what we've been doing rob is they started the new thing this season where they get all the judges to do a vault guess at yes. the beginning 
first impression. So we did that. We haven't revealed our serpent one yet. Yes. Um, Spoiler alert, I'll just reveal it right now to you. I had John Legend. I was wrong. Yes. Right? These um, are sort of, they ripped off uh, Mike and Liana on the B&B of the much. preseason predictions. Oh, yeah. Big I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it was, I think, three episodes. The second time we saw them, there was a clue where it was a pink Cadillac. And if you do some research, that's Elvis's car. And I was like, hey, Liana, this is the mass singer. They do some of these shady things. What if this is Dr. Elvis? And you should have seen Liana's reaction to this. She was been because Liana's been thinking this is the biggest superstar ever. She's been no, on a, another no, ride. Yeah. You no. think Dr. Elvis is the biggest superstar ever? <laughs> No, no. Or you th- I, I, you thought that the serpent was going to be the biggest superstar I ever. The ser- yes, I thought the yes. serpent was someone who was very talented. And then come to find out, it's a guy that, that sang us out of the after show. I never heard of this person. I was like, cause I, and I don't know, is it like, oh, is it just, I, I'm just old and I'm just out of it. I don't know who this, uh, this person is actually a big deal. Or this person is not famous at all. And I am correctly, uh, I've been new that uh, nobody knows who this person is person is yeah i mean rob viral video star they they kept saying his video's gone viral how many views do you think that video of him singing imagine had last night because it has inflated since last night was give me a guess 20 million 350k (laughs) (laughs) is it it is at 492 now (laughs) is it a cover of the john uh lennon imagine yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. yes. And did Gal Gadot rip off uh, this guy? <laughs> that was what Puya said last night. He was like, Gal Gadot had the more viral version. Mm-hmm. Not for the uh, right reasons, but yeah. Still, yeah. I feel like. Here's what I was blown away about. Okay. So, all right. Here comes uh, Dr. Elvis, uh, N- Nicole uh, Scherzinger. She she has the she nails it. And I, I don't know if they like make somebody like so you're not totally surprised if like one person has to be right on the mass Singer panel. But she basically like lays it all out like, OK, I don't know who this person is, but it sounds like uh, it makes sense what she's saying. And then they ultimately uh, do the reveal. And then it's him. Ken Jong breaks down tears, crying. And he thanked Dr. Elvis. He got us through the pandemic as in past tense. It's over. We did it. We did it. Thank you, Dr. Elvis. It's all all fixed now. What? This was wild. Yeah. I mean, it's over, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Literally, it's over. Dr. Elvis's viral video did it. (laughs) Dr. Fauci. We've got some great news. <laughs> That's one virus I wouldn't mind getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, call up Fauci. Um, so, so the thing is, is that the mass singer has also been doing this this audience like digital audience thing. So they will edit in shots from the previous seasons oh, to make it okay. seem like the audience is there. Yeah. I'm like, this does not seem like this is one socially distanced or like I'm like, did everybody have to get tested to come in and be at the audience because the audience reactions seem so off uh, that Puya, I, I watched last week's episode and the mist the guest judge was a, a, a woman from reno 911 i'm sure she's great i'm not super familiar with her work beyond reno 911 the crowd went nuts like the rock <laughs> was revealed to be the mystery judge they were they went crazy bananas it was like a standing ovation for this woman from reno 911 yeah it it is bothersome rob because they keep telling us at the end of every episode shots from the audience were taken from older seasons so what i end up doing is i'll see the audience going nuts and i'm like but who are they going nuts for actually like who was this reaction meant to be Mm -hmm. for that they've stitched in here it's wild it's wild because like Ultimately, if you now know that the only people that are there are the judges and even they're not really doing the social distance thing properly either because they're walking around constantly. It's a whole mess. Mm hmm. Yeah, we yeah, we had someone reach out to us saying that they were at the season three taping and they showed up in an episode <laughs> this season. They said, wow, I didn't know that I was there to react to Nicole's guests. Yeah. So 
Uh, this is it's all wild what's going on on uh, the mass singer oh, yeah. <laughs> season four. I, I, I recognize that this is not exactly the best endorsement of the show for trying to be like, oh, it hey, is. guys, watch it this. It is, yeah, because it's yes, exactly because it's so fun, and especially that's the thing. The tone with the podcast that we love to take is of this nature. We can't take a show seriously that put Doctor Elvis on the show. <laughs> Yeah. This is the second season in a row, Rob, where someone without a Wikipedia page counts as a celebrity <laughs> on this show. So, But here's the the thing is, is that Jordan Woods from last season, at least like people kind of knew who she was. Like, I didn't know who she was because, you know, like the question that Rob was asking, am I just old and I don't know who this person yeah. is? But Dr. Elvis literally became famous because he was on the Mass Singer after show. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some sort of weird incest thing that like you can't be on the mass singer because you became famous because of the mass singer after show like does not compute to me does dr elvis have a twitter account uh, i don't think so but he's got an instagram okay how many followers does he have on instagram <sighs> i think like 200 something k hmm. okay because I look for his Twitter and I, I think he didn't, he didn't have one, but I think he had an Instagram, which I guess. Yeah. Is that like how many tw- how many Instagram followers do you have to have to be on the mass Singer? <laughs> Not that many, I guess. So. Well, because he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. That was, mm-hmm. that, was my, that was my other argument, at least. So there was another woman, Jordan Woods, who was on last season who didn't have a Wikipedia page, but at least she has 11 million followers. Yeah, she has a Kardashian connection. She had a love triangle with an NBA player and Whoa. a Kardashian. Like that's a whole. Yeah, there, at least there's some backstory. Even though there was no wiki. Yeah, and the triangle offense was activated, indeed. Yes. So, uh, and then Dr. Elvis, Elvis uh, that there was a new thing that was uh, part of the Mass Singer this season where they bring out a clue from somebody who's a, a former Mass Singer contestant, but it's clearly like not that person, but it's just like that they bring out the costume that that person wore to show that there is a connection, which is, is weird. Uh, Dr. Elvis's connection uh was uh dr drew and they never did they explain how we got to dr drew from doctor oh because he's a doctor that's what it is. Yeah, yeah i'm like i'm like 95 percent sure it's because they're both doctors. that's it that's all that's it, it. Is. so dumb yeah. it. so dumb that's all it is yes rob they've been doing this um well they recently as of last season was the first time they brought an old costume out <laughs> But it's not clearly not that person. So yeah. during the Miss Monsters performance, they brought out the monster, which was T-Pain's costume. Yes. But it's like T-Pain's not taking a day off to do this. It's not happening. Yeah, it's not right that they bring back the costume of the people. This is like back. Puya, do you remember when in the WWF, uh, when they brought back uh, fake Diesel and uh, <laughs> Razor Ramon? Yeah. And it was just two other guys that were just playing the parts of it like that. They were the new Ant. Viv on the Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just want some. It's someone else's property. Just leave it there. It feels mm-hmm. icky. I don't like it. it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the astronaut one also just looked like the Wish knockoff version of the costume, anyway. So, like, I don't even know if they have the original version. Um, <laughs> a mess. Well, let's talk about this uh, season overall because th- there were some interesting names that seem like that they have already been revealed uh, on mm-hmm. this season. Uh, Pui, did you have any favorites from se- season eight so far? Oh, season four, yeah. So, oh, sorry, sorry, season four, uh, yeah. episode eight. Um, I mean, one of my favorite rappers of all time went out in the first episode and Busta Rhymes. How did Busta go out so quick? <laughs> he sounded just Busta like Bust. himself. Yeah. yeah, he sounded Rob. This is I can play you Busta Rhymes starting, and you could immediately tell it was him. It was, yeah, you but you don't get him. out if you get if they guess you. So no, not necessarily. But I think it's not like among us. No, but what we've theorized, <laughs> Rob. Once they can figure it out quick enough, it's hard for them to justify keeping that person. Mm. I feel like I feel like definitely if you get. You know, figured out early, just like Among Us, you're going to be taken out. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was my one that I really liked. I really liked Bob Saget was a good one to see. Yeah, I saw that through. in the previously on on the episode I watched. Uh, I was uh, you know disappointed that I missed out on uh, Saget. 
Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did a really good job. Um, I think we weren't we you know, we didn't expect him necessarily to go all the way to the end. Um, but that was that was a surprise for us um, it was nice having him on there. Yeah, he was pretty decent. Mm. I would say probably. Yeah, like middle of the pack. We have some really talented people this season, but he certainly wasn't, you know, didn't deserve to go out early. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. As far as very memorable unmasking, Rob, the second episode of the season, we saw the gremlin, a.k.a. Mickey Rourke, not get eliminated actively right after the song just chose to unmask. So hmm. that yeah, and uh, Mickey Rourke was on another one that that night. Like even watching the episode, it was like I don't know what's going on with him. Like, and what was, was the issue? Yeah. It was like a uh, he wanted to self evict. Yes, I yes. think he just and, did. And the he, diary like, room said work. it was okay. Yeah, yes, and then they tried to turn it into something of like, oh my gosh, yeah. wow, mm-hmm. so, you know, a yes. self unmasking. Leon, they make such a big deal about like how Nick Cannon struggles so much with the mask. <laughs> like, oh, I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> And then you oh, come here, come here. All right, I'll put my foot there. You pull, pull. All right, one. Like so, he was able to get the mask off just by himself. Yeah, get the WD forty like spread. Um, meanwhile, the people from you know eight months ago were like, "Yeah, take it off, take it off." Um, but this, yeah, so I, I don't know. How, I don't know exactly the mechanics, but they did the exact same thing where they, yeah. you know, they had to stretch it into this long saga. When I think Mickey Rourke just like, <laughs> ripped it off his own head, it was like, "I'm freaking out of here." Yeah. Uh, was this a missed opportunity? Should Big Brother have done this uh, in Big Brother 22 of just fake that, like, uh, cut to the audience reactions from past seasons of when people come out of the house? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you know, everyone leaves and everyone's getting a huge round of applause, especially with this batch of house guests. I feel like it would have been authentic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that line when Julie Chen was like, do you hear that? (laughs) Do you hear that? Those are your fans. fans. You can actually edit in the, the clapping and the cheering. Yeah. Liana, did you have any faves? Yeah, well, I was going to say one that like completely surprised us was um, the costume of Baby Alien. I don't know if you've seen this, but it was essentially like, I, I think he was sitting in it, but it was a hand puppet. So it was like... And and it was Mark Sanchez inside of the baby alien costume, which it, it like we had, we didn't suss Mark Sanchez at all. <laughs> Same. And and uh, and it was just the it was just him doing a puppet, and the hand didn't really match with the singing. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was just very very bizarre. So I think the shock factor of it being Mark Sanchez, which we definitely weren't expecting, with the weird costume of the baby alien, yeah. that made for one of my uh, top contestants this. Season season so far um i don't know uh who is the bigger football fan on the panel but i feel like is there a non-zero chance four years from now sam darnold is on uh mass singer season eight (laughs) oh my gosh i don't know what costume they would cook up but uh who knows at this point yeah Yeah. um i was yeah i was waiting for the butt fumble reference or anything did they do anything uh, did they allude to that no, not at all. I mean, not not at least that I can tell. I guess we'd have to go back and check the the game tape to see. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't remember. What, it did was, they just give clues yeah. like he was a football player? Like, uh, we, no, we didn't think he was a football player at all. I thought it was um, Seth Green. I was doing it on Seth Green as a guest, so that tells you you were too preoccupied went. on the tiny little alien robot. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, and it, there was no. I, I just felt like there was no way for a large person to be inside that tiny costume. I guess he was sitting or something. <laughs> uh, so they got, he got out of the when they got out of the costume. It was like he was wearing the skirt. It was very odd. Can Mark Sanchez sing? Weird. Yeah, that yeah, was, was okay. also the biggest surprise. Oh, okay. He was okay. pretty decent. Okay, good for good for Mark Sanchez. Um, how about uh, earlier this season? Uh, how about the giraffe? Oh, yeah. Brian Austin. So Bad. the giraffe. Yes. Uh, it was who beat out Buster Rhymes. And so Puya hated the giraffe from there on out because they were like sort of like the two rap, the two rappers from that first group. And he was mm-hmm. baffled that Buster Rhymes could get eliminated while Brian Austin Green kept to continue to just- rap. So insulting to Buster Rhymes that the giraffe did a version of um, one of the Black Eyed Peas songs. I think it was Let's Get It Started. I'm not sure, but it wasn't great. It wasn't great. And I, that's why I I really thought, OK, maybe because because Buster Rhymes was so easy to figure out because, I mean, look no further than the fact that 
Brian Austin Green's only other rap situation was way back in the day, and he was BFFs with Robin Thicke. Like, how is his street cred going up? At Did this David point? Silver not. used to rap? I, I feel like I could see him taking the mic at the Peach Pit after dark. <laughs> yeah, was that built into the character? I don't I know. I think Let's so. See. I feel like that he. I feel like that that was a part of his uh, story. Oh. Yes, he writes a rap single uh, that catches <laughs> yeah. Steve's ear. So, yeah. <laughs> was Steve a mogul? <laughs> I don't has, know. Uh, has Ian Ziering done Masked Singer yet? <laughs> Not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> this was the first 90210 alumni to great. No, no, uh, no uh, Donna no, Martin. Tori, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tori yeah, Spelling, Tori Spelling was, was, season was, one. Uh, was season one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, you know, that's kind of like that sweet spot, right? Of who who we would expect to be on the Mass Singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, Wendy Williams, that uh, I learned on TikTok, Puya was a bl- really blew up this season. Yeah, the lip sound drop became a huge phenomenon on uh, TikTok and elsewhere. It was bi- just bizarre. The way Wendy Williams just laughed and did whatever she wanted throughout her performance was wild because she was also the last performance of that night, and then just got eliminated right after so it was yeah it was interesting it was interesting liana was most scared about the lips in the preseason so you were because the costume is terrifying yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, what was scary about it because the arms come out of the mouth Mm -hmm. it's just there's something weird i feel like they should be coming out of the side like the mouth should still be the mouth it seems weird to have arms sticking out of the mouth and where is the mouth of the lips does it have a separate mouth just the whole biology of the situation i think really gets called into question here did you two know it was wendy williams oh yeah Um, it was like oh that's wendy williams because she didn't she just talked she mm -hmm. you know she didn't like really sing all that much yeah so in the battle of vault guesses right now, I've got two to Liana zero, and Wendy Williams was one of them. <laughs> wow. I'm very yeah. bad at this. It's very impressive. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I got lucky because I didn't know anyone else really at all. Yeah. Um, so it was lucky. <laughs> what podcast that you did you talk about that Wendy Williams sound drop? Was, was the, that like News AF? No, or something? it was the, the TikTok on TikTok. Viral TikTok. Uh, oh, yeah. The viral TikTok, TikTok Nicole yes, brought, brought that yes. up. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's right. Of course. <laughs> so uh, last week we had the reveal of the snow owls, which they were mm. guessing. I'm like, I have no idea what you're what you're talking about. Uh, Clint Black and Lisa Hartman Black. Was that on your radar? <laughs> no. Yeah. We've been so we haven't been super great this season, mm-hmm. I would say. Um I think we know we know definitely a few of the people who uh or we think uh, okay. have yet to be eliminated, but yeah, Clint Black was someone who, you know, is pretty well known within the like 80s, 90s. Yeah. I know Clint country. Black only because of his Celebrity Apprentice uh season 2 appearance <laughs> and he oh. had a, you know, infamous uh snafu which uh probably should not be talked about on a podcast for a variety of reasons. But it involved a tide ad and, and we could leave it at that. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> now I want to watch it. Yeah. It was he had a tide ad and, and, and the commercial that he made, he was going for an inappropriate uh joke and Uh-oh. you know, uh in the seriousness of the celebrity apprentice uh boardroom, uh it did not go over well with the tide executives about how uh this uh, this load needed to be done by hand. Uh and that was really Uh-oh. frowned upon by the executives at Tide. But Clint Black <laughs> thought it was hilarious. He was like, yeah, it's fine. No word of Lisa Hartman Black, uh, what she felt about that. Yeah, no, that did not come up in the clue packages at all this season. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, no Tide yeah. references. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I uh, didn't really know about them. Yeah. But that was, I mean, I think, I think that it is worth noting that's our first uh, cup, couple costume, yeah. I guess. It was, it was weird. They confined them to an egg the whole time. Yeah. It was just very odd. You know, are there purists out there, Liana, that are like, hey, the mass singer, they are taking this too far. They're getting too far away from it seems like that they are just like uh, evolving this thing on the fly. Yes, <laughs> I think I think that's a good way to put it. You know, are they deviating too much from what the really the core of the mass singer is supposed yes. to be? 
um, you know, potentially, I'm sure the Mickey Rourke unveiling himself is the greatest faux mm-hmm. pas anyone could make in the history of the Mass Singer. You know, I, I think the Snow Owls as a gimmick was fun, but the fact that they were contained within this egg was just super annoying because they couldn't move anywhere. They were just stuck in this <laughs> like, egg thing. Yeah, they couldn't dance. So that really uh, hampered, I think, a lot of their performances. Yeah. But yeah, I love everything that they're doing that I feel like that uh, this is a show where they just uh, keep throwing more and and more wild like uh this can be the mario party of shows i mean it's turning out to be that way they're adding a bunch of new stuff this season given obviously the covid limitations like they've definitely moved into the cgi realm where mm-hmm. now they're just building stuff up randomly on the stage during the performances the clue packages are animated they've added a new element so this last episode we had the here's an old mass singer person coming to give you your clue yeah. we've had episodes where they've had a genie lamp give him a clue a drone flew in a clue one time there was a vault train yeah. it's been they've just been and adding as much as they can to it i like that they don't take it that seriously it's important too yeah it's not meant to be taken seriously at all mm-hmm. no they, they they really don't and and i think that that has become more apparent in this season in particular because of all of the just sort of random things that they seem to have added um the the animations in particular have been very interesting because all of the set decorations before were physical but now they've actually just added these holograms on the stage so there was one episode i think it may have been two episodes ago where there was these centaur guys really? just kind of like chilling on the stage yeah. totally fake they've put in elephants stuff floating in the sky they just sort of don't care and that really is what makes it fun okay then last night there was another person that was revealed uh the whatchamacallit which was sort of like a uh, big blue furry, which was revealed <laughs> to be Lonzo Ball. Uh, what a night for the Ball family on uh, Wednesday night. Huge, huge night for uh, the Balls. Yeah, you really couldn't have written this in any other way. They become the first brothers to ever get drafted both in the top three. He gets revealed minutes later. His brother gets drafted. You really couldn't write it better for this family right now. Although I guess him winning would have been a better success story. But uh, it's crazy that he's unmasked on the night that uh, his brother gets uh, drafted by a team also in teal. Okay. Yeah, matches the color. Yeah, yeah. Uh- well, we we joke sometimes on the Mass Singer, like if there's a celebrity that we're guessing and a release of an album or a perfume line or a clothing line happens on one of the episode days, we're like, oh, my gosh, that's when so-and-so is getting oh, unmasked on from the Mass Singer to do mm-hmm. cross-promotion. So that's what I said about this. I was like, they knew mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it yeah. was rigged. Puya, who was the person that got un- unmasked during the Super Bowl uh, a million years ago uh, that you said uh, that had the conspiracy fix was in? Oh, um, oh, man. Who was it the premiere night? Because it wasn't White Tiger. That did not no, happen. No, it was a that rapper that, uh, that you said that he had oh, an album. Lil Wayne. Oh, Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne. Lil yeah, Wayne. What a year for Lil Wayne. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the big starts the year. Yeah. On how it year. started, how's it going? How it yeah. yeah. <laughs> for Lil Wayne. <laughs> And we will start to get into guessing the remaining masked singer performers with Puya and Liana in just a moment. But let me thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Those are our friends over at Crate Joy. Crate Joy is a brand new sponsor to Rob Has a Podcast, and they have the most diverse selection of uh, subscription boxes available to, in the known world. And this time of year, when you are getting ready to to start giving gifts they've got a, a great offer where you can get 30 percent off your first box when you sign up at cratejoy.com slash rhap now we all know what a subscription box is when you sign up every month you get a box full of stuff that it's like you get to play your own version of the mass singer where you open up what's inside oh my god uh, and then you reveal and there's one place where you can get thousands of different subscription boxes no matter what your interest that place is 
Crate Joy. Crate Joy is the world's first and only subscription box marketplace. Shop over thousands of unique boxes and gifts for just about everything that you can imagine. Hit the themes music, Dr. Elvis. Yes, that's right, because Crate Joy is great because I am as bad with buying gifts for people as Ken Jong is for guessing Masked Singer contestants. I always struggle. I wait too long. This is great on Crate Joy because you can shop for yourself, obviously, but for all of the uh, different people in your life, they've got great gifts matched up by interest. No matter who you're shopping for, it takes the legwork out of going and finding things for everybody on your shopping list. Plus, uh, you could buy the best gifts of all gifts for yourself with a subscription box based on your personal interest. They've got a ton of great stuff that you're going to love. This year, we're all looking for creative ways to show loved ones that we care and spread some much-needed cheer. On Crate Joy, you can find great categories, including escape rooms and mystery boxes for adventures at home. Kurt Clark, that one's for you. Boxes to boost each version of you with self-care and personal growth. Cool cocktail kits and snacks for virtual happy hours. Monthly book clubs in a box for every reader. And do-it-yourself and craft kits for crafters of all ages, kids included. Crate Joy is the best place to shop for gifts. And with the holidays right around the corner, it's hard to find gifts for all the special people in your lives this holiday. On Crate Joy, you can choose something unique, personalized, or memorable for everybody on your list. Looking to give the perfect gift or treat yourself? You can shop thousands of subscription boxes all in one place. Get 30% off your first box when you sign up at CrateJoy.com slash R-H-A-P. That's right. Sign up today at CrateJoy, C-R-A-T-E, joy.com slash R-H-A-P and get 30% off your first box and get early access to all of CrateJoy's holiday specials. CrateJoy. Get joy delivered right to your door. And now let's get back to talking Mass Singer with Puya and Leon. I want to talk about uh, the people that are still out there. And I would love to just get your best guesses on the remaining uh, pe- uh, people that are still in this thing. Uh, it looks like that there are seven people, seven uh, performers that are left, Liana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way that this season was formatted, was we had three different groups, group A, group B, and group C, where each of the groups started with either five or six contestants and then got whittled down to only two, which will then, from all three groups, that means we have six contestants. They'll all come together for the super six. Uh, And so we only have group C that has one person left to be eliminated. Um, And I think group B was probably our strongest, uh, then group A, then group C. I think maybe overall that's our weakest group. Um, And that is the broccoli, the jellyfish, fish and the mushroom that are remaining from that group. Did we talk about this before in terms of the costumes? Does the celebrity come up with like, uh, all right, uh, if I could be anything like uh, I would want to be that. And then they figure out the costume (laughs) or they they come to them and say, hey, uh, we've got broccoli available. (laughs) So we found this out more recently that um, they kind of get their costumes are done. They give them a selection of choices. Like we found out through now the new podcast out there, the official mass singer podcast. Oh, who hosts our that? Show. The uh, Bow Wow. Yeah. Bow Wow. Yeah. He was the frog last season. So they've given him a podcast. Is that um, Lil Bow Wow? Or he's, a, he, he's, 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 he's abandoned the Lil. Yeah. He's matured now. He's oh, now he's just Bow Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but we found out that what's he was supposed Bow to. Wow? <laughs> He was supposed to be the um, the astronaut and then ended up switching to the frog. And this season, I believe it was Bob Saget who they offered him the squiggly monster. And he said, I can't say no to this. I'm taking it. So they do get an option to pick, but the costumes are done prehand. Does Bow Wow have a co-host on the official Mass Singer podcast? No, it's definitely he records it and then he sends it to someone. And then like the first five minutes, there's like music in the background while he's talking. But the music's too loud. It's overproduced. Um, Yeah, they, I have my I have my beef with them myself because I listen to it every week to make sure that no one's missing out on anything as punishment for mm-hmm. myself. So Wow. Yeah. How long do they go on the official Mass Singer podcast? 40 minutes, 40 maybe. minutes of Bow Wow solo. Minutes. 
Yeah. I mean, he, he brings on, he, he had Ken Jong once, he had Robin Thicke once. They're there for a little bit of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. What does he talk about? It's a lot of like, oh, we're going to offer like some background information. Oh, and we have an exclusive clue just for uh, this no. podcast. No. Yeah. 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 I was imagining so. it like uh, he does like Taryn's live feed update. It's just him by himself and talks <laughs> about like uh, just recaps what happened on the episode the night before. He'd have to be a there professional. Movement. There was definitely uh, we got some clues last night. Today is uh, uh, episode eight in <laughs> in the Mass Singer, and uh, that would be great. So maybe yeah. we'll send uh, Bow Wow those uh, some links. So get some tips. Like, okay. Look, we know how you should do it. All right. So seven seven people left. Uh, mm-hmm. Are there any people that you feel like that you guys are locked in on? In terms of guesses yes, or in terms yes. of who we think will win? Yes. No, I don't care who will win. I, I just want to know who the people are. <laughs> uh, well, I think the crocodile is one that both Puya and I figured out pretty I mean, early on. Actually, can I go back for one second? Is there a prize mm-hmm. on the Masked Singer? There's a, uh, yeah, there's a trophy. The Masked Singer a trophy. trophy but do you, is, there, is there money? No. <laughs> I don't. Not that we know of. No but money. you definitely yeah, who cares? You right. definitely get a mask that I remember. Didn't they have to like airdrop it to Wayne Brady or something? No, they he had delivered to airdrop it, it to Candy because Candy couldn't get hers on time. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so no, no, I don't. I don't think there's any yeah any money yeah. prize. Okay. Not even like a donation to charity or anything like that. No, no so. like celebrity prize at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the glory in the mask. Okay, mm-hmm. so so Liana, uh, I'm sorry for interrupting. Who are the who are the people that you guys uh, feel strong about? Ah, uh, yes. So the crocodile is someone that both Puya and I immediately noticed. We saw last like, oh, night. This is a yeah. When we saw the crocodile perform last night, this is a boy band uh, or boy band member. Man I don't know if you band. noticed. Uh, it, so the the crocodile in this performance does this like hand motion where he's like grabbing, he's pulling mm-hmm. away because it's so so emotional that he just he's got to pull it in and he feels that strongly. Uh, and so those types of movements were things that we noticed and we pretty quickly put it together that it was someone from the Backstreet Boys and we believe this person to be Nick Carter. Nick Carter. <laughs> not like the boy Carter band rules. that uh, me and Puya are in no, uh, with Chappelle and Akiva <laughs> and Brian Cullen what a squad no, that's a better boy band is what that is what's the name of that is it Seeds baby is it something Seeds if it's oh, not no. I'm, I'm disbanding <laughs> is Jordan is Jordan in it no you can call it Seeds baby yeah, he's, yeah, Seeds weird. baby it was something about seeds. I don't remember uh, what it was. Um, okay, so Nick yeah. Nick Carter. I feel like that his name was coming up a lot last season. Yeah, it's because last season we had Jesse McCartney, so uh, they were relatively they're kind of like adjacent to one another in a uh, way. Is Nick Carter in a huge cult classic movie? <laughs> we so. spent so long on his IMDb page trying to figure out yeah. what that yes. cult classic movie would have been. I'm 99 percent sure because this is the Masked Singer that the cult classic movie that he was involved with is none other than This Is the End. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the movie they're talking about. Even though he didn't really have an acting role in it, they had a performance a cult as classic? the Backstreet Boys. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the. No, it's like, very. I forget that movie even happened. <laughs> yeah no it's very masking for reaches to be actual clues like we've talked about this but super bowl appearances doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means mm-hmm. you could be in the audience and they might count it as a super bowl yeah. appearance i know they yeah. said uh justin guarini was one of the guesses uh and justin guarini was probably happy that anybody mentioned his name <laughs> yeah. i'm relevant again <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i did also like it that uh what that jenny mccarthy earnestly guessed uh george clooney for was going to be the whatchamacallit last night <sighs> Oof! <laughs> that's my favorite Thank when you. they just they just throw out like a-list names yeah <laughs> dr elvis was mentioned last night as a guest dr fauci came up in like episode two mm-hmm. Not even yeah i think ken i think ken guessed fauci yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't remember I mean, who. Could have been the alien. I mean, the mm-hmm. pandemic is over, right? It's over. Quarantine's over, so he has time to go do other stuff, like be on the mass singer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thank you. Another Thank you, Dr. person. <laughs> another person, Rob, that I'm feeling pretty good about is the mushroom. Mushroom. Yeah, and I believe this is not a hundred confirmed for me yet. I'm pretty certain the mushroom is none other than Pharrell Williams. He's a fun guy. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> I see what you did there. I didn't yeah. get it at first. What what wow. are the what are the clues for Pharrell? So there was in one of the clues there was this hot dog stand that had like a hat on it similar mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the iconic Pharrell hat. Yeah. There's been a couple of clues alluding to his band NERD or Nerd, however you want to pronounce mm-hmm. it. Uh, we've talked like the the mushrooms known to put on many hats. Pharrell's a producer, he does fashion stuff, he has his own clothing line, so there's a lot going on yeah, there. Yeah, I feel like that uh, even, Liana, just the, the silhouette of Pharrell in, in a hat is uh, sort of, uh, you know, uh, evokes a mushroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's uh, it's got the same similar shape. If you squint, uh, you know, you might be able to see it. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting because with him, he was someone that like Puya feels very strongly that it's Pharrell, but oh, then but I can... I don't. And I feel like I can fit the clues to someone else, Ooh. which is the whole point. Oh, I love this. I think it's I think it's um, so I don't know if you know of him, but his name is Todrick Hall. Um, he is a uh, performed on Broadway in Kinky Boots. He's also a choreographer, performer, musical artist. He's performed with Nicole Scherzinger. They actually have a song together. Hmm. He, to me, fits more the type of person that might be on the mass singer um and i can get all of the or not all but at least the majority of the clues to fit so i feel like it could be todrick hall but you know it's constantly changing as as i'm kind of getting more clues so we'll see have both of these people been guessed by the judges no Ooh. okay pharrell was not guessed Pharrell was, I think, no, because they went Frank Ocean. They went around Pharrell. Yeah. They went Frank Ocean. A Pharrell I think type. Was a Pharrell type, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which that that does maybe. So, you know, there is something to the, oh, if we hear the correct guess, that person is probably in danger. <laughs> might be up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the voting is um, in, in times of questionable voting. The mass Singer is like half producers, half audience. But we're not quite sure exactly how the audience voting works because they have had people like zoom in and see the performances. But that's all they see. And then I guess they do vote. But it's like kind of unclear exactly how that whole thing like works. an NBA Very- bubble type situation where people are watching uh, remotely. That's yes. the audience this season. Yeah, I've had someone reach out to me and mention the exactly how they did okay. it. So they do watch the they watch the footage and then they leave. They don't even know what happens after that. Well, so they don't they, see the judges. They don't see the yeah. guesses. They don't see anything. They only see the performances, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I guess they were asked to do some excited reaction, like cheer. But we haven't seen any of that they yet. Yeah. Must have sucked. The person was like. Didn't yeah. come up yet. But meanwhile, someone from season three got to see themselves on TV last week. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, who else is still out there? Let's so, see. Yeah. Yeah. Last week, not last week, the week before we talked about it. And I think on the podcast, first time ever, I think Liana and I stumbled and figured out somebody on the podcast. And that's the jellyfish. Jellyfish. Let me see this yeah. costume. Yeah. This, was, uh, this was pretty... This is pretty amazing because I had narrowed in on it being an Olympian. We have one gold medalist this season. We haven't seen that person revealed yet. And I really feel like the jellyfish with the clues and everything just fits the bill for our Olympian. And Puya and I together were able to put together who we think it is. And what's her name again? She's a skier or something? A snowboarder. snowboarder. Yeah. Um, I do not remember her name. Peekaboo Street. <laughs> what oh chloe kim chloe kim yes chloe kim yeah so that was uh that was our that was our answer um now one thing that i use as criteria is were they on dancing with the stars because that Mm -hmm. seems to be pretty useful same booker maybe Yes, we've yeah. had a lot of overlap between the two shows. Now, she hasn't been, to my knowledge, um, but, you know, that Dancing with the Stars could be in her future one day. Yeah. Um, is it just the lighting or is uh, the jellyfish kind of like uh, this uh, green uh, cylinder that uh, might get Akiva's mouth watering if he takes a look at it? <laughs> yeah, don't say the P word. Um <laughs> The see. jellyfish does look like a gherkin. I will, I will say that. <laughs> I wonder if that word, do synonyms work for him? <laughs> I don't know. Find out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, 
yeah, the jellyfish has these, you know, it's got this, this, the, you know, headpiece, uh, mm-hmm. and then the tentacles come down. And so I think depending it's on the way, costume. If, yeah. If, uh, yeah, if she's not moving, then it definitely looks, the face is absolutely terrifying as well. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't care uh, about uh, the jellyfish. Okay, who else is out there? Uh, how about the, how about the, uh, the, the seahorse uh, performed on Wednesday? We don't know. Hmm. We don't know who the seahorse is. Uh, we've we think, or at least I think that she's somebody. She's a young performer. We had um. Oh my god, I keep forgetting her name. Um, the opera singer Puya that I keep kept talking um, about, Jackie Ivanko. Yes. Someone in that realm that was like, you know, is a young performer, maybe well known within her sort of small region. Uh, but we're not quite sure. I mean, she's really good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I think we've had clues where for me, I think it's someone who did one of these talent shows or singing competitions and flopped and then came back. Yeah. And did okay. their own well, thing. last night that they guessed Kelly Pickler. Did, I mean, did, uh, that seemed like that that fit the description. And there were also, uh, sorry, Akiva, but pickles like uh, like a randomly uh, cut up. Like, uh, do you think it could be her? It's not impossible. But to me, if anything, that clue triggers like it's someone adjacent to this person, potentially someone hmm. who's within this realm, but not exactly kelly pickler okay yeah i mean that's the other thing with the guesses is that we kind of play this game of depending on how good they are the more like you know either terrible the guesses will be or how vague the clue packages will be so we're getting a little bit closer to the end so maybe we're narrowing in on the the arena but definitely not the person here's something that i want to ask you about okay i i believe this was also a jenny mccarthyism who uh that i, I know that you guys are down on uh ken jong but uh jenny mccarthy <laughs> for my money is the most out there um she guessed that uh, she thought that the the seahorse was Kesha, right? That uh, do I have this right? And the reason why is because Kesha was born with a tail and then got it removed, and the seahorse doesn't have a tail. Liana, you're from science. Does any of this check out? Did Kesha have a tail? I mean, is that an urban not- legend? I'm not privy to her medical files, so I can't say for sure whether or not she. And even had if you knew, a, it would be a HIPAA violation. Yeah, 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 right. Exactly. I can't necessarily speak on that. But in terms of logic, I think that one's shaky at best. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that really the depths that we've gone to? I guess the seahorse, though, that does. <laughs> yeah. Make how about sense. this? Kesha stated she was born with a quarter-inch vestigial tail. I had a tail when I was hmm. born. They chopped it off and stole my tail. I'm really sad about that story. Sad tale. If you're Kesha, this is like the last part of your life you want brought up on TV in recent times. Like, how about you talk about my music, not the fact that I might have a tail? Uh, I want to hear more about Kesha's Hmm. tail. Hmm. It was, according to the Huff Post, it was chopped off and stolen. See, I didn't know a lot of things about Kesha because, according to this article, uh, Kesha's tail revelation isn't too weird considering she drank her own urine for an MTV docuseries. Oh, Have there been any clues to drinking either. urine for the seahorse? <laughs> I, I can look back through my notes, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> that drinking urine was not in there. <laughs> Kesha's too interesting to be on The Masked Singer, I'm finding. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see Kesha. Mine isn't that bad, but I'm a very hydrated person. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So maybe Kesha should be a great booking for future. I guess you got to hit Dancing with the Stars first and then uh, yeah. we'll get her, get her out on uh, Masked Singer with a dollar sign. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Two dollar signs. <laughs> I mean, not after the Masked Singer, even if she wins. So. Mm-hmm. There's no dollar signs there. Yeah. Uh, what about the popcorn? Do we know who the popcorn is? Uh, so I thought the popcorn was Debbie Gibson for a while, um, but I think it's Taylor Dane. Um, uh, that's who I think I've sort of narrowed in on, especially because we we started here like they started getting a little bit closer. I think we actually got a Taylor Dane guest, and I think she's maybe one of the more likely ones to drop out of the top six, or the the super six. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's my guess for her, which, I you know, I know her song Tell It to My Heart, but that was that was about it. So, again, kind of fits in that like right slot. OK, uh, you're on board with that. Yeah, just because I don't know anyone from that realm of music, so I tend to just lean on Liana with this Great one. Dane. Although, 
Yeah, it was the other person that was mentioned was uh, Cindy. Oh Lauper. my god! Yes. Yeah. My whole family, my sister is like, how does he not know who Cindy Lauper? Oh, you don't is? know who Cindy and Lauper so is. Yeah, nope. so he's been <laughs> chastised in our mm-hmm. family group chats. I was like, hey, if you don't know Buster Rhymes and I don't know Cindy Lauper, then we're on the same page. Like, it's fine. We'll learn. We'll teach yeah, each other. Yeah, but we know Buster Rhymes. But do you know? No. <laughs> do I know Buster Rhymes? <laughs> uh, what about the Sun? The Sun the is sun. probably one of our top performers. Yeah, the Sun. Uh, the sun really uh, brought down the house last week. yeah Yeah, she she really did uh in terms of the guests though we're we're also stumped on her i would say the uh, the sun um who else do we not know the broccoli i feel like is the other one inching in on the broccoli but i have a feeling we're gonna find out who the broccoli is next week and unmasking anyways but yeah i think the sun the broccoli and the seahorse are probably the three that we are more in the dark on do you have any guesses Um, there's an eclipse um the problem is with the sun on this year I keep mixing my notes and I keep forgetting who I've guessed what because they're very they're not similar. Um, I feel like was was the sun the Disney person, Liana, like someone related to the Disney realm? We definitely got the Disney clues because we had the Disney uh, ears like the, the mouse head mm. uh, kind of thing. Um, let me see if I can find yeah. what a we had. Of pe- for the a lot of the judges have I feel like the judges guessed Demi Lovato for her, which I don't think that's the case. Um, I don't. My vault guess is someone in the Disney realm that I'm pretty sure is a misfire. Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> I like but the yeah. broccoli's look. I'm just looking it up. Uh, mm-hmm. That it, this is a nice uh, ensemble for uh, the broccoli because the broccoli is not just a stalk of broccoli, but he's like a full, fully clothed like broccoli head, and then is wearing like a like a broccoli uh, like letter jacket. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he's wearing like uh, like has a, like a a a shirt, a little bit of a of a belly. Uh, and then because you would think the broccoli would be very healthy, but this is sort <laughs> of like uh, like an over the hill broccoli. It has like a broccoli beard. Like they, yeah, I think they really gonna... put some thought into this. Yeah, this is definitely one of the more well done costumes. I think the broccoli head also looks very realistic, at least from afar when mm. he's performing on stage. The broccoli is a kind of a funny character. Also, he's kind of got like big drunk uncle energy. Yeah. You know, he's more of a broccoli. <laughs> he's not what's well, interesting because he's not. Uh, so we saw his first clue package and it felt very youthful. But and because they were referencing TikTok and dances and those kinds of things. And then he started singing. And in the words of, you know, some of the um, judges, they say, oh, it's a very mature voice, Hmm. uh, which essentially is code for it. Yeah. Seasoned, very mature, very seasoned. The broccoli is very seasoned. Yes. I don't know what they put. Is that paprika? What what is that? What is is that? Hmm. (laughs) Seeds, baby. (laughs) Get that everything seasoning, baby. <laughs> we're, seasoned, we're seasoned broccoli. Um, okay. Um, just a, a couple of other uh, random musings uh, that I have um, that I would say uh, Robin Thicke's mustache. Is this new this season? I mean, Robin Thicke's whole ensemble. What's Booyah going can on? Walk you through his yeah his shirt He's options. He's got like what Tommy is- Bahama uh, <laughs> style going on. It looks like that they really just like uh, he was at his house one day mid quarantine, and then uh, they just grabbed him. They're like, hey, hey, uh, Robin, what's going on? This, this we're, we're shooting the season today. What that was today. <laughs> Yeah, Robin's not woken up yet, and he's <laughs> dressed very much like. Let me serve you drinks by the beach, but also we can't go to the beach because COVID. Um, he, he was, and like yeah. he had a mullet initial, like kind of like a mullet thing going on in the early season. A lot of like his hair was a mess. He's getting better, but the outfits have not. So mm-hmm. I can't tell if he's like this is who he's become now. Like he's evolved into this part of his life where he's just the Hawaiian shirt guy, or it's just a phase he's going through. He just, he looks like a guy who got lost on his way to Margaritaville and just sort of stumbled <laughs> yeah. into the mass singer. Uh-huh. I think that that is sort of a metaphor for his career where I feel like that, you know, I don't think he thought that he'd be still doing mass singer four years in uh, to this, or I guess this is going to maybe next year will be year four. Like uh, he started it. Oh, this is fun. This is a paycheck. Here we are, season four. 
I, I mean, I don't think that the network expected the show mm-hmm. to still be on. I mean, it started with like it was like crammed in that February, January, February time when, you know, and kind of nothing else is on. It was 10, yeah. 10 episodes, uh, but it's continued to grow. I mean, season two was 13. Season mm-hmm. three, no, season three was like 18 episodes. Yeah, they did three um, seasons last year, right? Yeah, the show started January of 2019. We haven't hit the two-year anniversary yet. <laughs> We're four yeah, seasons yeah. deep. It's, the problem is, you know, this year feels like six years. That's uh, why. Yes, yes very much <laughs> so. So long. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they did do it. Somehow they did manage three seasons of Mass Singer in 2019, which was quite a feat. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think season three season three was earlier this year. But oh, wait, I think yeah, they, I'm, they I'm sorry again. Before, yeah, I'm, it in, feels a, like I'm like in a bubble forever. here. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. I apologize. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. I don't I don't know what day it is. Um, it really is. I'm just, I'm Robin Thicke. So <laughs> I was gonna say Robin Thicke doesn't either. Yes. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, anything else? Do you have any questions that you want to ask me about uh, the Mass Singer? Would you still fold? Would this be your number one folding laundry show? Last time we spoke about this show, you said that I'd fold laundry to it. Yeah. Would you still do so? So what I like about the mass singers, I, I still feel like that I can jump in uh, at any point. Like I never feel like I'm going to like put it on and be like, Wait, I have no idea what's going on. Who are these mm-hmm. people? What's going on? Like, I kind of feel like that they do a good job of if you missed an episode. So what? Who cares? Let's just, you know, go with uh, what we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, and, and I think especially I, I don't know if it's because of quarantine, the fact that they're limited in certain ways. They've sort of really just gone all out. The, the adding the new guesses, they have a sound uh, like. Uh, songs for the vault guesses which were interesting in the first couple episodes where they essentially just did what was the the vault train one Puya? i think you have it well, the vault train, the vault train. yeah oh and then they had instead of um drop it like it's hot they did drop it in the slot drop them in the slot oh! What, what do you drop in the slot? These are for the vault guesses. Vault so the guesses. very first, yeah. So the very first episode where the judges would see one of the contestants, they would make the vault guess, which is what the guesses yes, that like okay. came out of nowhere. And they had these sounds, songs that they would yes. play. Maybe like, can what? you and Mike adopt the uh, drop it in the slot song for maybe some sort of like a preseason B and B, whatever it will be the <laughs> next time uh, you guys come around on a B and B season. Oh, yeah. Look, if they're going to steal from me, I'm sure going to steal from them. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, have they um, announced Mass Singer Season 5 yet for um, the uh, new year? We're going to take a pause from Mass Singer, Rob. They have announced and will be premiering oh, in Mass December. Dancer. That's right. So, the, yeah, big yikes. Um, <laughs> this is where they're doing the most with it. But looking at the costumes, you can tell that the network was like, we're not going to go all in on this just yet. We'll give you a chance because the costumes are definitely lower budget. Well, it'll be it hard be... to dance in a costume, right? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, but they, so they can't they, make them super restrictive. Yeah, they've got like they've got a decent panel there, too, for the judges panel. Yeah, and the who's hosts on is... the judges panel? Um, so a return to judging. We got Paul Abdul back <laughs> once again. Yes. Uh, the giraffe, the aforementioned Brian Austin Green. Wow. Bag turned his stint <laughs> on the masked uh, singer into a spot on the masked dancer. Yep. Yep. We got. Does um, Bag Ashley. know how to dance? <laughs> I mean, hopefully. I mean, go look. Yeah. I don't know. Was there again a subplot on the show? <laughs> Do you want to know hmm. about dancing? I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Then Ashley Teasdale and Ken Jong, of course, back again on the judges panel. Yes. Um, too many judges, I think. Five judges? Four. Four. Four judges. Oh, Craig, oh, Craig Robinson is the host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, okay. And that will be uh, airing. Do we know, have a, a premiere date? You know what? We do. I think it's the 27th. So it's, yeah, it, well, it's scheduled oh. to come out sometime in December 2020, but the mass singer, so I, I don't necessarily, I don't think they're going to overlap. I think the mass singer will end. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the finals are supposed to be December, like mid December. Yeah. Um, Cause it's the, yeah. So I think we're going to get the, 
Well, that, oh, that's when the mass dancer starts. Yeah, twenty. Okay, it'll start on the twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the sweetheart of the Lego Masters, Liana, Maya Bialik, going to be serving as a guest <laughs> panelist in at least one episode. Oh, oh well, I was going to say if there are clues for her, you could bring out Doctor Elvis. Um, <laughs> I think she she's a doctor yeah. as well, a PhD. Yeah, I did think that Will Arnett was uh, good on the Lego Masters. Yeah, Will Arnett, I think he really, he did a good job with it. I think he was the right level of sort of, I don't know, mm-hmm. self-deprecating, but also. <laughs> yeah, he was actually funny. Um, yeah. All right. So, uh, and any word on it? Is there a desire to podcast The Masked Dancer? I think maybe we'll do a one-off. We'll at least see what it's okay. like, and then we'll make a decision from yeah, there. We'll see if it if the magic is there with the mass dancer <laughs> potentially. But if not, we'll do like a couple stops, maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll okay. see. Yeah, check in. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you could listen to more than a check in. The weekly recap of the Mass Singer with Liana and Puya up at robiswebsite dot com. Go to robiswebsite dot com slash mass singer to subscribe uh for more of that and of course uh listen to their recap of episode eight and beyond uh what else is going on for you guys <laughs> you've got more going on than i no. do at this well, i get to moment. go first i'm top billing that's nonsense but i'll take it um so i will be talking 90 day fiance over on the rap ups network as well i had mina on with me this week to talk about episode 20 of 90 Day Fiance the other way. That's coming to an end. And uh, real soon, we're going to be stumbling onto OG 90 Day Fiance season eight premiering in December. That sounds very enticing. It is. And I'm very, very excited for what's to come with the podcast for that. Okay. So stay tuned on that one. And then, of course, extracurricular activities on my part. I have a Twitch stream that I operate on. I play among us with friends. I talk about nonsense. I give people advice. It's a whole mess. We do Tiros Tuesdays. You give, what, we you should, give people advice. Yeah. So the late night Friday night stream, Rob, starts at 1 a.m. And people ask questions and we answer them. And a lot of people ask for advice. So um, do they come on? Is it like a love line? No, I have. They fill out a Google form and then I interact with that form and answer the questions there anonymously. Okay. They, what yeah. What are the topics that people ask advice and can I send in any uh, anonymous questions? Uh, first of all, you can absolutely always send anonymous questions, Rob. Yes. No questions asked there. You would protect um, my identity. Absolutely. It wouldn't it be like the masked Rob. advice question and then you would reveal the, <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Yeah. Let's see, what do we learn from this? Can we guess who's going through this interpersonal <laughs> conflict at this moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on the night, Rob. We've had some nights where people be thirsty. They're asking very, very inappropriate questions. But then we have nights where people are like, can so you give I've me been- uh, that? Okay. Can I just, if, if I may, Absolutely. can I drill down uh, a, a little yeah. bit? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like, is this like a, uh, a question of like, uh, hey, can you. Uh, help me diagnose uh, that I have these symptoms Can you, or is it like I'm having an issue with my partner? Like what, what is the nature of the inappropriate question? So the inappropriate question, so if they have a problem with their partner, like that's more, that's fine. We, we can answer that. Mm-hmm. Liana was on with me one night and we talked about them as well. No, they're like, Hey, so do you use tongue in these areas? Okay. And it's like, well, that's mm. a Mike Bloom question. That's more of a Bloom stream. <laughs> <laughs> Go there. <laughs> now, I would actually, uh, I like that you are deferring to uh, your uh, race opponent here. That's very cordial of you. Uh, yeah, of I would definitely check in on listening to that podcast also. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely must, must listen. I would, I would subscribe immediately to that. <laughs> 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 All right, so that's that's and are those available on demand if I don't want to stay up until well, actually it's only 10, 10 p.m. for me on the West Coast. Yeah. So yeah, they're available. They're available for up to 2 weeks um mm. on Twitch and then they get removed you won't see them yeah. again. Yeah. Exactly. They're fleeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then as far as my Among Us stuff and my tierless stuff, that gets uploaded onto my YouTube Puyaism there as well, same as my Twitter, same as my Instagram, so you can check me out over there doing those things. Okay. And then, Liana, the B&B has uh, come to a, a, a yadas for now. So what, what are you up to? 
That's right. A, a yacht is for now. Um, I had my first fleet. Uh, yes, the other a science day. fleet. Very, I watched it. Yes, it was very monumental for me. Um, fleets, baby. <laughs> and, uh, and I, you know, I've been taking a nice, a, a little bit of a break um, from from podcasting. The BNB had its nine month gestation period, which was very lovely. I think we had a wonderful product throughout those nine months. And so, yeah, now I'm just podcasting about the mass singer joining Puya on his streams every now and then. I'll be doing a tier list i think next week um and what will so, you tier list with puya fruit fruit oh. <laughs> i did vegetables so i'm coming back for part two of fruit. Yeah. Real. Yeah. was corn on the mount rushmore of vegetables <laughs> i don't think so mm. i liana was I, like we liana was like potato is not a vegetable i was like trying to okay me well no potatoes. because well we don't have to relitigate everything but <laughs> you check out puya's youtube channel i think for, i had a similar yeah. take what the potatoes aren't vegetables mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, just, I, just, I don't charged. think they should have been on the mount rushmore i think that that was my that was my take because i feel like that if you were gonna like go out there with a poster of vegetables you really wanted to like like highlight your vegetables like i don't think potato would be you know i technically it's there but right I feel like, like that, you know for the food pyramid, what are the vegetables mm-hmm. that are included under the little vegetable? I mean, I guess it's now like a, you know, up and down lines, but yes. So, you know, I'll be doing that. And then also, yeah, sciencing, because as we all know, I'm from science and, and I'm continuing my science journey as well. So you okay. can find me uh, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter at Liana RHAP. All right. Well, this was so much fun to get to check in and talk about Mass Singer. And I hope that for all the Mass Singer listeners that they've they were not already. Now you've been new about the Mass Singer wrap up with Puya and Liana. Plenty of other great stuff this week, including all of our amazing race coverage. Uh, Mike Bloom and I talked about the uh, most uh, aesthetically pleasing survivor immunity necklaces with Shannon Gus uh, this week as we uh, ranked those on Outwit, Outplay, Outlist, and uh, much more, all at RobHasAWebsite.com. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast came from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yes, for free. No subscription, no fee. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narco, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.